0: Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring how we become our very best in the world by being kind to ourselves. I'm Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported and caffeinated by Captain and Stoker Coffee Roasters, located at 398 East Franklin Street in Monterey, California. And if you're not local, you can hop on captainandstoker.com and order up a bag, brew up a cup today. So why don't you love on them a little bit? They're great supporters of Self-Kindness with Pete. Grab a great cup of coffee. Thanks, Captain and Stoker. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported by Union Yoga Monterey at unionyoga-monterey.com. So I'm loving it. Thanks for your support for Self-Kindness with Pete. Hello and welcome to the final Self-Kindness with Pete podcast of 2020. If you're listening to this in real time, I'm Pete Sibley and thrilled as always to have you joining me in whatever way you're joining me. Maybe you're walking down the street with some earbuds in that you just got from Santa or maybe you're driving in your car and catching up on your podcast listening as you drive back from a secluded cabin in the woods on uh, New Year's. Yeah, I bet, you know, maybe half of you wants to go to that secluded cabin in the woods and half of you just wants to, you know, not be secluded anymore. You know, the part of us that just wants to be done with with isolation and quarantining and So wherever you find yourself, however you find yourself, I invite you, as always, to just check in with Wonderful You. And we'll get into it in a moment. But the reality is, I need to quickly tell my son to stop skateboarding as he is banging into the garage. I'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back. And I love that 2020 has... Maybe it's really sped up something that was happening already, which was blurring the lines between our personal life and our work life. You know, maybe back in the 50s and 60s, it was a really clear and distinct, like, this is work life, this is personal life. And as we are now through 2020, about to enter 2021, that line just doesn't exist. I mean, it's all life. It's all life. And it's important, I believe, to take a look at this life, the different feelings that come up. And one feeling in particular that I would love to explore on this final podcast is that feeling of f- empowerment. When do you feel empowered? And notice how, how that just changes the way that you are in the world. So important to look at after a year where it felt like all we kept having handed to us was the reminder of how we weren't, uh, how, how it was just out of our power, out of our control. And our job is to notice what we are in control of. And that is what's going on in our lives even closer what's going on physically, our emotions, our feelings, and closer still, the thoughts in our mind that are the cause of those feelings. So in this episode, I want to begin to plant a seed. The connection between your thinking and a beautiful life. The connection between your thinking and an empowered life. It really is my privilege to get to work with courageous people, people who are looking at maybe specific goals, or maybe they are just looking for a deepening with a self-kindness practice to maybe magnify the things that are working in their life and lessen the things that aren't working. And in that work, time and time again, it comes back to our thoughts and our feelings. And that's my experience in my life, and that's the experience of my clients that I work with. And it's not easy work. It's hard work. But it is extremely rewarding. And it is, you know, in my world, it is how I live a feeling of feeling empowered. My thoughts are creating my feelings. So let me look to my thoughts. So that we are better parents. So that we heal ourselves, maybe physically or mentally. And I know that's like I know that healing is possible, and you can ask me, "How do I know that? Oh, well, I'm living proof of that. feeling empowered was not something that I thought was going to be possible for me when I was living out of the mind that that I've come through, so you know this might sound like work that's like towards a higher degree of enlightenment or a transcendent practice but really i it's like i want to assure you that i am really practical when it comes to feeling uncomfortable or feeling pain or suffering or anxiety in my life i have spent plenty of time wishing it away pushing it away you know, at one point in my life, I was trying to drink it away, and then I started to try to think it away, and that led to depression. So I have, to, and even I've just tried to physically run away from it. So now, much more practical, In it's here, and I'm going to take a look at it. It is my personality, I would say, to be somebody now who that is super hopeful. And maybe I've always been a bit idealistic about, you know, a vision for who we can be in the world. And who we can become as individuals and as a human culture. But I'm going to stand by that. And... I've watched and I've witnessed it unfold in people's lives. So I'm going to stick by that. And I'm still really real when it comes to when I'm feeling the hurts, when I'm feeling the pain, and the effects of my thoughts and beliefs in my life. So let's take a look. We want to get empowered, we want to feel empowered. So let's, how can we start right now? Today, feeling empowered, accepting life is 50 50. And so we grow that capacity to live and be kind when life is in the 50 50 part that feels like crud. So, number one, we begin by noticing the rub, noticing when the life doesn't feel like it's working for us. When it is working for us, we're good. We don't have to spend a ton of time doing that thought work. And I want to say that doing this work and taking a look at the moments when it's feeling not so hot, it's not about condoning other people's behavior or denying a situation Like, yes, you may have a negative bank balance. Or, yes, your house may be covered with clothes and craft projects and everything under the sun and kids are running around the house. Or, yes, there is physical pain in your body. Like, you know, this is what is. And what we're doing is we are becoming more attuned to seeing what is and then, you know, 1A or step two is to really get intentional to notice what is coming up when those situations are here. Becoming aware of those feelings and emotions that are rising in us. So it's like, are you annoyed? If so, where do you feel it? Or are you just feeling spaced out or foggy-brained? Like, you know, get curious. What is that experience? Are you anxious or sad or frightened or nauseous? Curious, curious, curious. It's like these emotions, they get such a bad rap. But they're here to help point you. To help you get through it, actually. That is the wisdom of the saying, the obstacle is the path. So number three, first is we're just noticing real deal and getting in touch with what this situation is. Second, we're getting in touch with those emotions. And now third, our feelings are the results of our thoughts. So let those feelings inform you. Do a thought download. Write down those thoughts. Put it down on paper. If nothing else, that takes them out of your head for a moment, so you're carrying just a few less thoughts. I'm a huge fan of Byron Katie and her work called The Work of Byron Katie. It's an incredible tool of self-inquiry, a way to look at your thoughts in those stressful, anxious, frightened, nauseating, causing moments. Or thought modeling, where you can write out each line of a thought model, which is your circumstance and your thought about your circumstance. Your thought creates your feelings, your feelings create actions, and your actions create the results. And number four, notice who are you without those stressful thoughts. Notice what happens to your ability to meet the feelings that are coming up without the stressful thought. That is the beginning of acceptance. And that acceptance leads to a real deal feeling of empowered. It's who you are... When you're not stuck in that mental chatter, it's an intentional way of letting our thoughts, letting our minds be of service to us, rather than being a victim to what is going on in our mind. And that word victim, hmm, we can get into that in another episode. And I'm not saying that we don't suffer, and again, we're not... Here to condone or uh, belittle things that have happened in your life. What I want for you, the same thing I want for me. I want to be intentional about how I meet what is arising in my body, what's arising in my mind in this moment, so that I live in the world as a good parent, as a kind husband as somebody who shows up and serves his clients, honors his work with high integrity and a willingness to meet the uncomfortable. Because as I learn to meet that uncomfortable in me, it's, it's kind of uh, ironic that I become more comfortable with the uncomfortable. So a quick story around this happened to me just the other week, like last week christmas um without divulging all the information there were a lot of things that hit at the same time in my financial world and it was as if i was looking up at the heavens and just saying really right now this 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 oh yeah and it's christmas and oh yeah both my kids are have birthdays in january And I've done this work. I noticed that those feelings were coming up. I noticed that the thought was there. The circumstance was my bank account. So I went to work on my thoughts and my feelings. And as I did that, I was able to stay more intentional, connecting with what was coming up, meeting what was there, accepting it. And... For maybe the first time in my life, I didn't make that financial situation mean something about who I am at my core, my worthiness, whether or not I deserved kindness. And that's huge in my life. So the circumstance was my bank account on Christmas Day, my beautiful wife. She and I sat down and had a long talk. There were tears. There was the range of emotions. And yet, throughout it all, that core support in me never faded. Accepting who I was right then and there didn't make me, or the circumstances, didn't make me a bad person. And in fact, I could see ways that I was a good person in that conversation. So that was what happened Christmas Day. A few days later, this week, the work week started and I had several clients who had not made an indication prior to you know, me taking some time off for Christmas. All of a sudden, a bunch of clients were ready To begin. And so that circumstance of my bank account changed. And what was so wonderful was I didn't make that mean more or less about who I am as a good, kind person. So I want that for all of us as human beings. How can we continue to be empowered to Not let the circumstances outside us affect who we are on the inside. And that's our work for 2021, folks. If you want to step into that work with intention, if you want to hear more about how I'm doing that with real deal people, like, let's do it. Reach out. Let's be in touch. I would love to work with you And at the end of this podcast, I have a little uh, sound clip that lets you know how. I love you. Happy New Year. And we're doing it. This is it. We're on our way. It's possible. I'm going to leave you with a song that Anne wrote called Promise of Tomorrow. And I'll see you in the new year. Hey, Self-Kindness with Pete listener, I see you. You know that more self-kindness would benefit your life, but you're not sure where to begin, or you're in a tough cycle right now, or maybe there's so many balls in the air you can't even see the sky. Then you gotta sign up for my Self-Kindness Coaching. My Kindness Coaching is my monthly one-on-one coaching where I teach you the tools and methods I've used in my own life so that you will know how to bring peace of mind, lightness, a sense of control and contentment to your life. I would love to begin working with you. Go to PeteSibley.com slash coaching for a free consultation.